0: Listener production. It's Friday. Happy Friday. Thank God it's Friday. I like to call him Mr. Happy. Happy, happy, joy, Happy
1: days, We dance, we kiss, we schmooze, we carry on, we go home happy. What do you say?
0: It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast.
1: Bro, growing up, you know, I thought the absolute height of opulence was a fridge that's like dispensed Mm. water and or ice at the front of it, right? You know what I thought it was? Canteen Pro-V yes, shampoo. Yes, I know. We've talked about this, right? We, like those, sep- <laughs> like, having separate shampoo conditioner. I mean, that that was up there as well. <laughs> the fridge with water, the separate shampoo conditioner.
2: Well, it was, it was the same as most of them. If you're
1: washing your hair with like fruits and berries in the waterfall, that's what they were all doing on these ads. Mm. But that has all changed after seeing a post by at Mum 101 on Twitter that said, look at this photo that a friend just sent me. At which point... There is a picture of one of those, you know, fridges with the water and ice dispenser. Yep. With an red-belly black snake coming out of the water dispenser hole. No. Yeah. Where the where the ice drops out. Yes. In that bit instead
2: of ice or water, a red-belly <laughs> black snake comes. Yes. <laughs> comes
1: out. Now I can't drink I'm I'm going to die of dehydration before I go back to that thing, man. Those, like, I can't unsee it, in? it in my head. The fridge like, got that little seal around the edge. How did it get in? Bro, forget snakes on a plane. Snakes in a fridge. <laughs> it's the new sequel. Dear oh, dear. I'm terrified. Although,
2: didn't mind. I think they didn't. They, that should be the new name for the, I think they called it a dead rat, where you mix, like, raspberry fizzy drink with Coke fizzy drink. Mm-hmm because it was red and red and brown maybe that's oh, the red well, belly black snake you could call
1: Well what about that you go hey what are we having to drink I oh, wouldn't mind a snake bite <laughs> ah! That's <laughs> Just it Just pulling it around this floppy snake but look uh, your original uh, brown belly white snake duo <laughs> are here for you today, Matt and Alex all day breakfast. That's it. We're going to be filling your cup to the brim <laughs> uh, with some big content. Matt O'Kine has been um, flossing.
2: He'll tell you exactly what's been going on with that very soon.
1: Yeah, in the not the towel way either. Mm.
2: Plus, we've also talking to you. We love getting your correspondence here on All Day Breakfast. So, open our
1: very first mailbag of the year. Shall we get stuck in, Maddie? Let's do it. It's a Friday, TGIF. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Here we go.
0: Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast.
1: I was talking to my neighbour the other day, Alex Dyson, and um, this is a you know newish neighbour. I've sort of only recently moved to the area, as far as. Um, you know, it's only been six months that I've properly been settled into the house and I'm still getting to know everyone. And so I was chatting to the neighbor and he's a pilot. Wow. Um, you know, teaches flying students out at the local airport, et cetera. Nice mm-hmm. guy. Did
2: you ask him for some lessons? <laughs> I, d- I didn't
1: actually. <laughs> I would love to see Mado kind at of the front of the plane. Do you know, I mean, if it's anything like me in a taxi, I'd be like, are you sure it's supposed to be on that setting, mate? <laughs>
2: Next to the pilot.
1: I'd be like in the pilot, I'd be, ooh, I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> oh, it'd be the worst. I'll just take this way. It's quicker. He's a pilot. <laughs> yeah. He's a pilot. And I thought, oh, you know, it was a nice chat. And I, and I want to I be, you know, feel welcomed to the area as well. And a lot of people who have been living there, have been living there a lot longer than me. And also, mm. when it comes time for me to start door knocking with my petition to get a footpath installed into the area. I want to be on everyone's good, bo- good yeah. side, you know?
2: Ah, oh, nothing, nothing was. I was staying with some friends recently. Live out in the country. Um, just wanted to escape the city. CJ's got this beautiful little bit of land. Wallabies were jumping around. Oh, right. how nice. it's gorgeous. It's like the trees. You can see the ocean from there it is. Oh, don't get along with the neighbor.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Escaping right? the
2: rat race.
1: Bro, getting down there and living next to an absolute rat. <laughs> oh, well, I used to. I like. I grew up basically living with my neighbours. Like they were just like family to us. Mm-hmm. I was at their house every single day after school. Like they they were literally it was my second home. I'd go open Christmas presents with them on Christmas. Right. I, I the concept of not getting along with your neighbour mm. is something I'd never thought of until no I one's became, made a song
2: about bad neighbours. It's always when good neighbours become. <laughs> Good friends,
1: <laughs> um, and so yeah. So I When do, I your be... neighbors
2: don't trim the trees back and the <laughs> branches fall on your property, so oh. you've got to go to the local council and have <laughs> them remove it. Yeah.
1: Oh my god! That's <laughs> what anyway, most so... of the song should be. <laughs> the amount of neighbors out there. So um, so we we finished the conversation. I thought, what a nice, lovely introduction to this guy. Mm. And I just, as coolly and calmly, he's just like, yeah, see you later, mate. And I thought, you know. Are you talking over the thinking, fence at the back or something? No, or? no, no. This is just at the front of the house. And just as I, and I say, yeah, see you later. And it was like just one of those nice, you know, pleasant. I thought I've left him with a good impression of me, you know, I, you know, I think, I think he's going to feel happy that I'm part of this community. And anyway, I'm just like, yeah, see you later. And then turned around and just walked straight into a spider's web and just started going blah <laughs> blah. Bla. And I'm like, and it was in my mouth. And I'm like, going blah bla. I'm hitting my face and stuff. And it was like, oh man, there is no more beta thing to do than to leave a conversation like. <laughs> that yeah, chaos. You like, later, like bro. Say, My ick is men walking through spider webs. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It immediately brought me down just to base level. Oh, I'm an actor, actually. You might
2: have seen me in Mother and Son (laughs) recently. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was all good. All right,
1: see you later. Hitting myself in the face. (laughs) Ah! (laughs) And I just thought, what a terrible way to end Like, it's got to be one of the most awkward ways to end a conversation. Um, And so that's what I, I, you know, I asked you, I put on our Instagram, at matt.n.alex, Um, What's the most embarrassing way that you've ended a conversation? Kate said, I finished a voicemail message to a colleague
2: with kind regards, Kate, and then hung up. (laughs) Yeah, it really is more of an email thing, isn't it, (laughs) Kate? (laughs) (laughs) Kind regards. I've I've never verbalized kind regards. It feels weird saying that out loud.
1: Anyway, uh, uh, kind regards, Kate. (laughs) Yeah, tough to make normal. (laughs) As long as you didn't put the... uh, this message, this, this call is made from an iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> Hayley, I was standing in awkward
2: silence with someone until the other person said, I think I'll go now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That is... Yep. <laughs> fair call. Thanks, Hayley. Um, Luke said, after being pulled over by police, they said to me, drive safe, and I replied, you too. <laughs> hey, look, it's, it's a fair point. It's a reflex one, though, isn't it? <laughs> yep. And, uh, Danny says, I told this guy I worked with, I had feelings for him. He said, he thought it would be a bad idea. Oh no. So anyways, Danny says, I was so embarrassed. I gave him the finger guns and said, we were a-okay. That was five years ago. We're getting married next week. What? Danny? Seriously? That's not just ending a story by saying, then we found 50 bucks. You're Literally oh
2: getting God. married to a guy who said, oh, I don't think it's a good idea for us together. And then you went, we're a-okay. <laughs> Because if so, Danny, that is one of the best.
1: That is comebacks. one of the greatest comebacks yeah. in history.
2: Yeah, you were you were down by a lot. That's <laughs> better than the Patriots the in the ropes. Super Bowl. Tom Brady from three twenty-seven to three in the third quarter. I don't know how you made it
1: back from there. The commentators were writing
2: you off, Danny.
1: <laughs> oh, she has not just gone for the finger guns. Oh my goodness. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah. the coach is putting in the bench unit.
1: <laughs> this is
2: all over. It's a blowout. Um, Christian also got in touch. G'day, Christian. Where, what's the most awkward way you've ended a conversation?
0: So me and a friend, we talk probably three to five times a week, so quite a fair bit. And he's very difficult to hang up on over the phone. He's one of those guys, like, at a party where you, you say your, bo- your goodbyes and he'll stop and have another chat for another you know, five or so minutes. So you'll be (laughs) hugging three times before you end up actually leaving. Sure. I know the
2: type. I know the type.
0: Yeah. So I ended up Pavlov dogging myself where I've trained myself where every time I need to hang up, I'll sort of tell him, hey, sorry, I got to go. I need to use the toilet. And after seven years, we, yeah, I just trained myself. And every time I talk to him on the phone, my belly's just like, oh, knock, knock, time to go (laughs) poopies. Oh so wait, you, you so, started yeah. saying
2: that so frequently that your body yeah. has adjusted and it tells you that you actually do need to go.
0: Yes. Yes, one hundred percent. I when it when I first started noticing it happening, I sort of went to my fiance, I'm like, hey, I'm pretty sure when I talk to Josh, he makes me poo. <laughs> and yeah. So I've gone ahead and told him that and all he did was laugh. So every now and then when I need to use the toilet, I'll sort of give him a call and go, hey, sorry, mate, this is just a shit call. <laughs> <laughs> <And just laughs> so now you're using him
1: as a laxative. This is... Yeah, too much. <laughs> <laughs> just need to He's clear out the it. system here,
2: Josh. Sorry, mate. Um... Christian, it's gone from what's the most awkward way to end a conversation to the most awkward way to start a conversation. <laughs> hello, hello, <laughs> I need to do a poo, thank you. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Well, uh, hopefully he doesn't bail you up at a party too much then if there's uh, a line for the for the
0: gents. Oh, we just don't hang out in parties. <laughs> yeah, fair call. Fair <laughs> yeah, call. Thank exactly. you so much, Christian. Really good to chat to you. No problem. Thanks guys. And we like l- your work.
2: Thank you so much. And we love you getting in touch with our talk back <laughs> topics. Keep an eye on the Matt Nally's Instagram stories and uh, reply to them and we'd love to get your story out on the air. <laughs>
1: Alex Dyson, when I was about six years old, I was obsessed with the movie Home Alone.
2: Wow. How old would Macaulay have been in that
1: movie? Macaulay? Mm. Oh, he was in that movie, all right.
2: How old would he have been in that movie? Oh, I
1: think he he would have been about six as well, you know.
2: (laughs) Yeah, do you think that's why you're related
1: to it? Oh, he was my hero.
2: I remember going to a family friend's house. Like, I think our parents were friends, me and my sister's parents. We went to stay there, and those kids were a bit older than us. And they told us one night, like we were getting there, it's like, oh, actually, like each night we set traps for robbers. Do you want to come yeah. out with us tonight and set some traps? And I was like, oh my God, like you get, re- okay, sure, I'll set some traps <laughs> for robbers. And I, was, I was getting so nervous coming out to that night. I was like, robbers are bad people, you know, this is going to be. And we got to that night and I was ready to set traps. I'm like, oh no, we don't do that. I'm like, oh,
1: Oh, yeah. they were just tricking you. No, that I used to set me. traps around my house. Really? I mean, not for robbers, just setting traps for people, for unsuspecting victims. <laughs> so, you know. So you for your dad. Oh yeah, you know, putting a, sticking a pillow up on top of the door frame. So hey, come in, come in here. <laughs> and open the door, and a pillow falls on their head, and you say, "Ha ha, got ya trapped." Yeah, and I used to, but and we, you know, string was hard to find in my in my house growing up, so I would often use dental floss to set these traps. Wouldn't that be better than string? Well, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, one day sea? I tied one day I tied dental floss across the stairs. Um no! and then Yeah, I know it was silly, but I ended up tripping over it and giving myself a black eye. I think I've <laughs> talked about that on the podcast before. because uh, I was sliding down the railing like a cool dude, and then I tripped my feet over the dental floss which I'd tied on there, and then
2: uh you tied the floss.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then I and then I bashed my eye, ended up with a black eye. Um and I I'm pretty sure I have told this story, but then in that same week I was talking to a girl at school, mm. and this is in year one, and I was trying to be a cool dude. I had my arm up against a pole and then she hit my arm away and I and then I, I fell head first into the pole that I was leaning on and uh and I got another black eye. So oh, I had the two other black eyes. Yeah, I had two black eyes that day.
2: Oh man, with the most unbelievable excuses as well. <laughs> Unbelievable.
1: Anyways, uh, so dental floss was my friend back in the day. It was a very, yeah. it was a very useful uh, thing, and it came to my aid again on the weekend. Really, when um, now I want you to picture this, okay? A nice uh, blue glass bottle style thing that looks like a carafe, shaped like a carafe, a wine carafe, mm-hmm. but with a handle. So sort of like a cross between a flagoon and a and a carafe.
2: I want you to just picture right now a cross between a flagoon and a carafe. (laughs) (laughs) Probably one of the most unrelatable sentences anyone's ever said.
1: (laughs) Okay. So, so anyways, in the mouth of it is stuck a cylindrical wooden toy person. Okay. Now the person looks more like a peg. It's just a round peg. And some child who has been at the house right, I don't want to blame Sophia, could be any of the children that have been there over the past, you know, holiday season, has jammed this wooden peg. It's basically a wooden cylinder, mm. right, but it's like a little painted person, and it's been shoved right into the mouth of this carafe. Quite an expensive glass. Well, there's, I mean, it's just like, you either have to get both of them, or you have to get the wooden thing out. You can't just have this thing sitting there with a mm. wooden head in it, otherwise it completely defeats the decorative purpose of it, right? Right. So we're going, okay, how do we get this wooden peg out of this hole? We can't bang it from the other side because it's glass, you know, it's a glass Mm. wrapped in glass. And, uh, you can't push too hard on the top of it because then it'll fall into the bottle and then you're screwed. There's no getting in there. No, because it's it's tight. Mm. So after lots of back and forth, I suggest, you know, I look on the internet and they say, if you've got a peg that won't get out of a hole, you know, Mm -hmm. then, and you can't just bang it out from the other side, what you've got to do is... You drill a hole into the middle of it. Drill a hole? Drill a hole into the middle of, of it, the, then sc- of glass? Well, no, no, because you drill a hole into the middle of the peg, sorry. Oh, right. Drill a hole okay. into the peg, and yep. you pull the peg out. Now, I'm telling Belinda, don't worry, I'll be able to do this, even mm. though I'm the worst handyman you've ever seen. I get the old electric drill, give it a whiz, try to drill a hole into this little peg's head. Yeah it falls into the glass bottle. Oh right? boy. <laughs> so Bell's about to lose it, right? Cause I've done exactly what I've said I wouldn't do. And now I've made it almost impossibly worse. Yeah. Right. It's
2: tough to get out.
1: Until your boy comes to the rescue with some dental floss.
2: Right. Doesn't know his way around a drill, but knows his way around the floss. No.
1: So I create a little, somewhat of a little noose. That I then use to wrap with dental floss to lower into the bottle. I wrap the noose, I wrap the dental floss around the little wooden figurine's head. Just f- through
2: fishing alone, managed to yes. get it over.
1: Yep, just by dangling and bumping it. What are the, the odds of that? No, I'm dangling the, the little loop into the bottle mm. and then I'm jiggling the bottle so that the little wooden pegs like dances around at the bottom of the bottle and then finally I loop, into loop around its head. I do it again with another another loop of dental floss, and then I pull them two dental floss little stringy noose things up, pulling the peg up bit of jiggling and it finally pops out of the bottle. Oh my goodness. Much to the bewilderment and cheering of everyone in the house. Okay? <laughs> well, that's a good, that's a good comeback after absolutely fluffing the first <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, I, it's like when you fix the problem that you created and then expect people to be impressed by you. Yeah. But, uh, it just made me think, you know, when have you been your own little MacGyver? Jess said I used a
2: spade and a coat hanger to open a window and break into my own house.
1: <laughs> How'd you manage that, Jess? Yeah, no, tell us. And what was a coat hanger doing outside? Tell us how you use a spade and a coat hanger to break into places, Jess.
2: <laughs> Actually, Jess,
1: you keep that information to yourself. Thank <laughs> you very much. No, nah, no, nah, tell us. We won't tell no one. <laughs> we don't want to be accomplices.
2: Um, we've got a big B and E um, listenership <laughs> here at nice all day breakfast. Both breakfast and robberies. Um, <clears throat> KB, I used a straw to tie my top back together when it fell off at a costume party. Straw. Yeah, the straw tie. That's a good one.
1: Well, how do you use a straw to tie your top back together? Is it One of those bendy ones? Well, yeah. I mean, that, I mean, see, this is the thing. This is the, this is why, this whole wooden straw, this pla- this cardboard straw movement mm. is utter garbage. Not only does it turn into some paper mache muck in your mouth halfway through your Frozo, but can't even help out the wardrobe misfunctions.
2: What about the uh, old hole in the bucket fiasco, dear Liza, dear Liza? He fixes it with straw. Yeah, a different type of straw, mate. I don't I know, think but KB I still is... don't know how he fixes a hole in a bucket with straw. What's the hell <laughs> straw going
1: to do? Um... Well, maybe you just drank everything in the bucket with a straw, mate. Doesn't matter how many holes are in it then. Uh, Amelia said, I used my hair tie to hold my windscreen wiper together. It lasted for months. <laughs> that's good. Very solid, Amelia. Bravo, Amelia. It's usually,
2: usually using something else as hair ties, but there it is. Hair tie holding <laughs> windscreen wipers. That's good. We actually got Stace with us as well. G'day, Stace. You've actually got a dental floss related story.
0: Yes. <laughs> so if I'm ever stuck out and I've got something stuck between my teeth, you know, you're just like stuck in the car, ready to go into work or whatever, and you nail know just can't quite get it out, I have definitely plucked a hair from my head and used it as a bit of dental floss. I feel oh, like I'm surely no. not the only one.
2: <laughs> oh, Stace. Usually, like, one of the wor- worst things going about my day is when there's a hair in my mouth somehow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, ap- you know, you just, can't get it out at all. So I willingly put it in there, Stace.
1: that's pretty bold. It's good.
0: Thank you. Uh, you know, I'll do anything to make sure I'm presentable.
1: <laughs> I um, and so I mean, I'm glad that you pluck it. I mean, do you do you need to pluck it? Do you, or do oh, yeah. you
0: just? It's got to be a fresh hair. Like can't you, have one sitting can't on be your one shoulder, been laying
1: around for a while. No, but I mean, can't you just keep it in your head? Oh no! <laughs> you know, like that uh, feels like you could reuse it. I mean, that's the that's a sustainable, you know, the sustainable version of it. Yeah, none of this clear <laughs>
2: fell forestry on your head you've got going here, Stacey. We want regenerative <laughs> dental floss,
1: thank you. All right, now now, if you use hair to do this, what other gross things do you do? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's off record.
1: Uh, I bet. I bet. Are you uh, you know, eat your toenails or something. What do you do? Oh no, draw the line there. <laughs> <Paint> your toenails. <laughs> I don't know where Matt would yeah, come no. up with that. <laughs> uh, but look,
2: it's very nice to chat to you. Thank you very much for that. It's a good tip for anyone with uh, long enough hair. <laughs> Thanks,
0: guys. Fit check.
1: Well, Alex Dyson's the first mailbag of the year. Whew. And we're already filling up the Matt and Alex mailbox, so uh, send us a DM whenever you like. Yeah, and we should clarify, you don't need to send us a message about anything recent. You can get in touch with us about anything, literally anytime. If you're listening to the very first episode right now and think, oh, this reminds me of something that happened in my life, then just send it through and let us know what, what it's with regards to, and we'll do our best to read it out on the episodes
2: this week we had a bit of a chat about first dates what you did with first date so we got a bit of follow-up from that one uh lucy says i took my best friend with me to the first date and made her sit between me and my date at the movies
1: (laughs) that is that is a real buffer growing up is so awkward (laughs) it's so cringe Like, it should be illegal that they make you just go through life, like, and figure so much stuff out by yourself. Like, this is the stuff you you stay awake at night. You can't get to sleep as an adult. As a 40-year-old adult, you'll lie in bed and think, what was I thinking? You
2: know who else would be thinking what what was I thinking? The person who agreed to sit in between (laughs) these two people on a date. What would you do in between? Were you passing notes? I don't know. Jackie. Uh, said about first dates, uh, that my dude, who was my first ever date rocked up 45 minutes late brackets after constantly messaging me every 10 minutes that he was five minutes away. Hmm. Ooh, that's a dick. Uh, showed up in his tradie work clothes, ordered an espresso martini to start with. I'm thinking, okay, that's a bit extreme for the first meat slash drink disappears to the bathroom a couple of times and is constantly sniffing at the table. So I had my suspicions. One time he went to the bathroom. I had one of the bar staff come over to me and said, Let's say, if you need an out, let me know. My colleague and I noticed what's been going on, and she said, you could do so much better. Why are you still here? Oh. So I'm here if you need to get away. (laughs) Well, Jackie, you didn't tell us how it ended. Yeah,
1: Jackie, maybe we'll have to talk to you next week and uh, figure out how that ended. That (laughs) didn't sound too good. Uh, Lee got in touch with us with a random topic, said my 12-year-old daughter sent me a video of Matt appearing on H2O Just Add Water, saying, Dad, that man you listen to is on my show. (laughs) I wonder if there'll be a day that they stop playing that show on TV. Nope, never. Well, if you do want to see me looking much fitter and in a rashy with much more hair, check out H2O seasons two and three, Laurie, the dolphin trainer, if you don't mind. And
2: Jared got in touch and sent us a voice message regarding a topic uh, that we did in April 2021. We let you know you can get in touch from whatever. Now, this is April 2021. 20, so, if you don't remember our conversation about top sheets, this is what we had to say.
1: Are you suggesting that we get rid of get the main rid of sheet? Of the top sheet for good. <laughs> Banish it. Sometimes you're not hot enough for nothing and you're too cold. Oh, oh you never cold enough put a doona. leg out of the doona, mate. You never put out a leg. You never taken it down below the nipples. <laughs> I was very well, passionate back in my yeah. 2021 days. Um, Jared uh, had a few opinions to add to this.
0: So I just listened to your episode from the 29th of April 2021 and Top Sheets, my God, Matt, you have got this well and truly wrong. Top Sheets are the worst, like the absolute worst. You just get tangled in them and, like, What's the freaking point of them? You banged on about, like, how good it is to be, like, tucked in all nice and tight and, yeah, I get it. If it's hot, throw off the doona and only have a top sheet, that's fine. But if you're going to have a top sheet and doona, nah, out of the bed. Piss off. It's not on. <laughs> guess I mean- Have a guess
2: what I started doing in about – September 2022. Started using the top sheet. Started using the top sheet. Wow. Well, well, well. Because I think I bought some new bedding and you can't buy, like it comes with a top sheet. I'm like, Mm -hmm. why are you putting in this redundant rubbish in with my purchase? Mm. But I put it on. And I think the years of having no top sheet, because I used to get tangled, as, as, as we were saying just then. As Jared was saying, you get tangled up in it. It's like a little trap, Venus fly trap for your sleep. And you get all wrapped up and like, like Shelob in um, Lord of the Rings. And then, so I didn't have one for years, decades. And I hadn't had the need to kick anything down to the bottom. So I think I've turned into a non-kicking sleeper.
1: Wow. Oh. So then when
2: I put a top sheet on, after all these years of no top sheets. I don't kick it around anymore. I just lay there under a top sheet. Mm, And you feel good, don't you?
1: That little light hug. Hey? It's just like, it's like being cuddled by a whisper. Well,
2: no, you don't really notice it underneath the, the doona. But it is. It does feel better than Duna fabric. A top sheet fabric does feel
1: better. Thank you. Than it Duna feels fabric. cleaner as well. It's much cleaner because then you're getting the warmth of the Duna, but you only really have to wash the top sheet at more. That is better. Because taking yes. the Duna in and out is a rubbish task. It's the worst. The yeah. worst. And it could be. It could be a Queensland versus Victoria thing, man. Like you know, you probably mm. you're probably relying on the Duna a lot more than I was growing up with the with just the sheet. Yeah. Um, or with a light doona. So maybe that's it, man. Oh, grown up in Warrnambool, you got a triple decker sometimes.
2: <laughs> Top sheet doona and blanket. And you tuck a cat in with you. <laughs> <laughs> my dad, my dad said one time, oh, it's a two dog night. I'm like, what the hell you mean? A two dog night where you got a dog sleeping on one side <laughs> of you and a dog sleeping
1: <laughs> up against the other side of you. Just to, keep, just to keep warm. Two dog night. <laughs> No, I'd take any top sheet over two dogs in my bed. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Well,
2: anyway, we really appreciate you coming in. That, that's, that goes to show the cha- the changing of time. like The sands through the hour gas. That is Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast.
1: Now, we will be back on Monday. So have a good break between now and then. And as always, if you think of anything that relates to the show or you think we might find interesting, hit us up at matt.and.alex on Instagram. We would love to hear from you. Until then, we'll see you on Monday. Have a great break. Bye. -bye.
0: That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.